Hello and welcome to Backing Paper, episode issue number 75! Woo! Um, with me here at Backing Paper Central is the wonderful, the ever-wonderful Rachel. Rachel, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. So nice to be here. Um, and I have to say, we are really grateful to you, Graham, for all the amazing work that you did in editing together an epic show this uh, this last week. <laughs> I know it was a little bit late going out, but it was totally worth it because uh, I listened back to it today. Because obviously, when we're doing something like that, we only hear our own individual piece until the whole show is put together and it goes out. So I was chuckling along at that today. It was it was a lot of fun listening back to what everybody else was doing, and it was just brilliant. The creativity um, and the panic. All hilarious. <laughs> uh, it was great from putting it together, although, as you said, uh, apologies to the listeners for the fact that it was three days late, which I think is a, possibly a new <laughs> record. Um, but, yeah, it did require quite a lot of um, cutting and shutting to put together. And honestly, I'm just amazed that I didn't goof it up somewhere along the lines. Um, she did a brilliant job. It was great. Honestly, well done. Well oh, done. well, it's thank you, Rach. <laughs> I, I hope I hope listeners enjoy it. As long as listeners enjoy it, and I also I hope listeners enjoy it and then are inspired to get out and ruin their own <laughs> fruit and vegetables as well. Um, yeah, that thing with, with John and his blueberries that that made me laugh such a lot. Just oh no, not the blueberries! You know the whole time. Just imagine them all smooshed up on the yeah, floor beneath his feet. Don't make yeah. me chuckle. Yeah, yeah, as you can hear him flapping um, around in his blue and flip flops, yeah. <laughs> flip flops, going John, <laughs> which I disapprove I didn't know that, of. But yeah, um, so yeah, exciting stuff. We have a new cheap shots challenge happening. So uh, yeah, it's been a while. Backing paper. This is the place where all of those emails are going to come in, all those artist statements, all of the you know background to why people are doing the things they're doing to the vegetables. You know, <laughs> oh, there's a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Can't wait, can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully they'll start coming in before too long. I mean, hopefully hopefully some people have still got a bit of free time to, to do these things. Um, I know it's difficult. I'm back at fully at work now, so I've got no free time to do anything, um, which is why I still haven't developed my films, although I might develop my pictures tomorrow. Um, the fact that I've right. not been rushing to do it indicates that I don't have high degrees of confidence because, honestly, I mean, just loading the... Loading the um, uh, film holders in the first place was enough of a disaster. I th I thought, Rach, I thought, oh, using your... You weren't even doing it in the dark. I know. And you know what? <laughs> I think that's the problem. Because I was doing it in the light, and as with everything I was doing, I was trying to rush. So I mm. I dropped all the film everywhere. <gasps> I, I, <laughs> oh, no. I know, right? Oh, God. So, I mean, oh, well. It'll be something. I mean, uh, it'll be a, you know, with your sparkly shed floor i'm sure it'll be a sparkly oh, yeah. clean shed floor. yeah exactly well, there will yeah. be no dust on that at all not <laughs> at great. all not at all oh. yeah it was a bit of a never mind mm. so yes i think if i had been doing it in the dark i would have just gone at a slower pace and it would have been fine but as it was i was <laughs> under the red light trying to rush and yes never mind never mind we'll see how it all comes out um it sure. is much more about the the fact that I think we all have fun. I know that I did and it sounded like the others did as well, you know, and that's the important part that we tried it and we had a go and it's not really, it's not ever going to be perfect. Something like this. That's not the point. 
behind it. It was about trying it and having a laugh and having a bit of an adrenaline rush, I think. Yeah, waking ourselves <laughs> up. Have you yes. started giving any thought to what you're going to do for the actual Cheap Shots part of the Cheap Shots Challenge using your um, Franca Solida? I've got to do this? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought that was it. I thought nah, I was No done. social luck. No social luck. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, no <laughs> is the short answer uh, but I have been very busy today so uh, that's uh, my brain has been full up of other stuff today well what have um, you been up to today then? I've uh, been doing some filming today it's been great uh, I've been filming uh, an intro for my for my Patreon page uh, which is exciting just to sort of like intro to what I'm up to and what I'm hoping to do with it and I've also been uh, recording some bits and pieces for Ilford. Not at this point, um, uh, work more tutorial videos um, because obviously we're still not able to get back onto site. So I just thought I'd let people know in case they were thinking that was what I'd been up to. Um, but some other bits and pieces. So uh, I'm sure that that will be uh, they'll be releasing it soon as I've had a chance to edit it. <laughs> it's going to be a bit epic. <laughs> so yeah exciting stuff that sounds great that sounds great um Ooh. we've only got a couple of emails and some other mm -hmm. news bits this week haven't we so yeah. shall we dive we straight into these rates should be a short show this week that sounds good and that sounds like famous last words famous uh, last for, words. for us too but yeah i am a pretty i am pretty pooped after after all that today so uh that sounds like a good a good plan it's very warm here i don't it, know if it is there as well oh yeah so. it really is it really is well let's Just take it out of you. yeah <laughs> Let's start with an email which is writing to tell us how shocked and saddened they are by us. So this is a, it's a good start. Uh, and the, the title is Blue 439 is not about Star Wars wine. Uh-oh. <laughs> From Jeff Greenstein, who is uh, um, Blue 439 on Instagram. Or was Blue 439 on Instagram? He was not anymore, hence not anymore. the original email. He writes in saying, Dearest Sonnies, Regarding backing paper 74, I am shocked and saddened, all capital letters, that two British photography enthusiasts would not immediately recognise Blue 439 as the first line of Anti Antonioni's classic 1966 film Blow Up, which is about a British photographer. Now, um, Jeff has included the relevant uh, brief lines from the movie here, oh. so um, Rachel okay. and I are going to reenact this with me playing the part of young man, <laughs> what I'm very suited for, I like to think, and Rachel playing the part of operator. <clears throat> so let's okay. have a go. Okay, okay. What am I operating on? Uh, let's not ask. <clears throat> Blue 439. Blue 439. Over. Blue 439, go ahead please. Over. Call Western 0219, tell them I'm on my way, will you? And that's that's it, there you go. So um, <laughs> as you can see, we're both very it's familiar with this one. as if we were there. <laughs> yeah, Rachel was great actually. Rachel's in, Rachel hasn't seen the clip and she just nailed it. So, um, <laughs> well, anyway, that's good to know. Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, I'm, I watched the first six minutes of this film because that's what was on Vimeo. Uh, it looks pretty good. I might watch it. Uh, neither of us have yeah. seen it. Um, I'm oh, kind of crazy good. about this movie. So Blue 439 has been my handle for as long as I can remember. In fact, on my first trip to the UK, I bent my itinerary sideways. Sorry to hear that, Jeff. So I could make a <laughs> pilgrimage to Marion Park in Woolwich, South London, a crucial location in the film. It's in this park that David Hemmings photographs Vanessa Redgrave setting her lover up to be murdered. Here's Ooh. a still. Uh, and we're looking at the still here of okay, a, a picture still. being taken. Oh, yeah. 
And here's the first thing I saw when I ascended to the exact same spot, a girl shooting her friend with a squirt gun. Sadly. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. How cool is that? I accept your apology for assuming that my nerdy photography reference was actually a nerdy Star Wars reference. <laughs> Fondly, Jeff Greenstein, who is now S. Jeff Greenstein on Instagram, but still blue439 blue for making jokes on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I do apologise, Jeff. Uh, uh, me too, me too, absolutely. We are bad photography nerds. I think that's always been the case. <laughs> Very much so. And like I said, I might check out the film. It, it looks like one of those films that has a pace to it. And as with a lot of all films, that pace looks like it is very slow <laughs> but that's good uh, you know i bet Claire's i mean a bit of this. vanessa redgrave i'm i'm always up for that sounds awesome and you know if it's a murder mystery i don't know that sounds cool that's my thing so, yeah yeah i'm i'm there perfect right then Rach, do you want to take this next mm. one which is fortunately not a correction of my incompetence uh from the wonderful hillary yes absolutely this one is about Failed camera purchase, apparently, <laughs> according to the subject line. Uh, Hillary has written in to say, Hi, Rachel and Graham. Hope everyone is well at Sunny HQ. You were talking the other day about cameras that were eagerly anticipated, but sadly didn't quite work out as planned. A few years ago, I was planning on a trip to Russia. It was only going to be a short break, but it would include the overnight train from Moscow to St. Petersburg. Something I'd wanted to do for ages. Around the same time, a friend of mine was getting rid of her father's extensive camera collection and she was disposing of a Zorki. It was the first model, so it, did, it doesn't officially have a number, although it seems to be called the Zorki 1, now in the same way that Queen Elizabeth became Elizabeth I, i.e. newer models arrived on the scene. I could have it for free. Woo. Uh, well, actually, just the price of postage from San Francisco, but it still counts as free in my head. I had it cleaned up professionally to eliminate any potential camera errors. At, at least any errors I made would be my own fault. I'd heard about Zorkies being similar to, but much cheaper than Leicas in their design and operation. So I thought it would be cool to take it back to Russia and shoot some film with it. So the camera arrived. It looked really pretty with an Industra, Industar 22 50mm. Uh, f3.5 lens and I carefully read up about how to use it as the dials have to be used in the right order or else it would jam. Also I read that the focusing tab locks past infinity so I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> this was going to be a challenge. And then I saw there was black and white 35mm film about to be produced that was called Zorky Film. Ah. Uh, and there's a link there to DP Review. Um, uh, Zorky Photo launches its first film Zorky Photo. Um, perfect project setup complete. But then the name of the film got changed to Cosmo Photo. I think Stephen had issues with the trademark name. We actually had an interview, didn't we, with Stephen? Uh, talked about this mm -hmm. way back. I couldn't tell you which episode it was, but it was a long way back. <laughs> um, okay, never mind. Still a great name and still Russian flavoured. And I love anything to do with space. So that's still very cool. And then I had to cancel the holiday due to a family illness. So I rebooked it for the following year and then circumstances meant I had to cancel yet again. So my Russian Zorki project is still pending. Maybe one day I'll get there, but who knows now in these times. The camera is still just as pretty and I should really give it a spin out, although I've now forgotten the order you have to do things, so I need to reread the instructions once again. 
I did find this article online, though, which made me smile. Uh, this is a Petapixel article at Man Discovers 15 Zorky Cameras or something about a Leica disguise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'll just, I read <laughs> that. So basically, that. It, it's, it's a guy um, who actually collects old Russian cameras. Uh, and I think it's the chap I heard on Classic Lenses a long, long time okay. ago. And he bought this Zorky. Um, but because he knows about these things, he's like, mm, something's not quite right with this. Uh, did some digging, pulled some bits off and discovered that basically it was a Leica, um, an old what? Leica that had been covered over and basically hidden underneath the trappings of a Zorky. Um, yeah, it was That's a... amazing. Yeah, um, so he paid $15 for the uh, Zorky. Um, <laughs> here we go, the guy, guy called Vladislav Kern. Um, and I'm sure he's been on um, Classic Lens before. I, if he's the chap I think he is, and it was a very interesting mm. show. Um, and instead it ends up being a Leica... A Leica 2? Three, like a standard, a like a standard camera. Um, Yeah, and he, he, what he thought was that, um, yeah, everything was covered up. Like the the lens was covered up, everything was covered up. And his suspicion was that as this was a camera being used in Soviet Russia, that somebody had done the extreme version of just covering up the red badge with a bit of tape. and um, had you know completely covered it over to make it look like a Zorky, so that people would not, um, people wouldn't to, to prevent theft, or since people didn't want to be singled out as rich. Uh, so oh, that, wow. that's pretty awesome. Um, and now it's been restored back to its beautiful like a gl- glory. So gosh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and and how many people with Zorkies are now going to be pulling them to pieces oh, just yeah. in case? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Hillary just finished off to, by saying this would have been a nice twist to the tale uh, with hers I imagine she's talking about but unfortunately no matter how hard I try my camera is not going to turn into a Leica <laughs> love and virtual hugs from Hillary thank you so much Hillary for writing in that's awesome and I'm really sorry to hear obviously all of these delays you know it's um, family illness and changing of, of films and then a global pandemic I mean <laughs> really <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's really cool. I'm glad that you have a lovely, pretty camera that you're still going to enjoy. I'm sure. That um, thing with the getting the things in the right order with the Zorky, and I, and I'm not sure. Do you I, have I, one? I don't have a Zorky now, but I've got my Feds, and I think my Fed Two is the same. I really ought to double check, okay. but to be honest, I just behave as if it is. Uh, the thing with them is that you have to um, wind on the shutter before you adjust the film speed, and if you don't you can the screw speed. the camera up uh, the, the um sorry the shutter speed um, okay mm-hmm. so you have to you have to make sure you grind on the film before you adjust the shutter speed and if you don't do that you can just jam the entire camera up and ruin it <laughs> which is mm. terrifying because it's like yeah. one false move okay i broke this camera now it's done um yeah so yeah um but no like i said so my my i've got a uh, kiev and um the fed 2 but uh, not a zorky but i love my fed 2 so i don't feel like i'm um, lacking in that sense um but yeah well i, I think hillary should get out and shoot with it i mean you don't yeah. have to take it to russia to use it um i think it'd be all right using it in this don't. country no apparently <laughs> not apparently not that sounds good to me yes. yeah well that does it as we said very few emails mm-hmm. this week um Hopefully more for next week, because otherwise, you know, we'll get a week's holiday otherwise, right? (laughs) Imagine that. Um, But we have got some news pieces that we want to bring up and draw people's attention to. Um, And the the first two are not exactly good news pieces um, for various reasons. So the first one is uh, about Central Camera in Chicago. Um, uh, Well, Rach, you've read up more recently on this than I have um, about what's been going on there. So why don't you take this one away? 
Well, just that we we basically heard on the on the news that um, as part of the ongoing um, riots and protests and what have you, um, following the death of uh, George, George Floyd, the um, uh, unfortunately it's moved to Chicago and uh, sadly Central Camera, the store which is a sort of like third generation owned by a chap called Don. Um, unfortunately, it's been burnt to the ground and has been looted. And, uh, and basically, he he got called out because the alarms were going off, etc., and got lots of phone calls. Uh, and there is a um, a video of him um, being interviewed by by the by a journalist, um, and uh, and basically just sort of sitting outside watching it, watching the the fire um, firemen and women go in and and kind of try and stabilise it. Really, um, he did manage. To, it looks like he did manage to take get one camera out of the window which was the first one that they ever sold or that his great grandfather sold um so that's that's the only one that's managed to he's managed to kind of like grab on the way out if you like i think by the sounds of things but um just wanted to raise it so that people know um there is a gofundme um campaign uh, happening at the moment so uh, if anybody you know is able to donate to that and would would like to then uh, i'm sure we can put pop the link to that in the show notes and uh, you know if obviously it's a place where johnny um uh, from the classic lenses um podcast where he was working originally before before the pandemic hit and now obviously with this situation um so we just want to send all our like thoughts obviously and and wishes for you know a swift rebuild and uh coming back stronger than ever i'm sure uh from that so uh yeah it's very 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 sad news obviously yeah it's the central camera is an iconic part of the chicago photography scene and um you know it's heartening that the owner's stance is it we will rebuild you know this is yeah. not the end and um i think his his entire demeanor through this has been absolutely admirable um mm-hmm. yeah so absolutely um yeah yeah let's hope as you said race they get back on their feet soon um yeah and uh move on um the other bit of not so no it's just, you know it's not not it's not good news but it's just news um elsa dorfman who is not a name that maybe well, i wasn't super familiar i think i'd heard it before but i didn't know why elsa dorfman who is a very large format photographer um has died and again rachel i'm gonna hand over to you on this because you have done more research than me <laughs> I actually saw the post about this from um, Meredith uh, Wilson. She she put a post up in the Awesome Female Photographers uh, Facebook group this morning, which is why I saw this come up. Um, Elsa was famous for her giant Polaroids. Um, and yes, as you say, sadly, she, she passed away. But uh, there's this fantastic article about her. She sounds absolutely wonderful. And I love I love all the sort of... Uh, ethos behind why she does what she does basically she used to use a, a push cart with this huge 20 by 24 inch polaroid you know camera camera it's an absolute beast of a camera it's amazing on its wheels which i love um and uh, there's various photos of her with the camera on the said wheels um and i particularly like this one which is a self-portrait from 1986 where it says me and my camera <laughs> september 15th 1986 so Basically, she was just sort of like saying, um, I think the thing that resonated with me that I saw in this article was that she said, I like it to not look plastic or like people to be too made up. People who look 
who like to be portrayed as size zero, high heels, they don't come to me. <laughs> it, it was very much, um, it was about it being real, basically. And um, one of the other uh, quotes was that she was saying, can you really say why you fell in love with someone or why your marriage lasts? You can say maybe why your marriage didn't last, but if someone asked me, why did your marriage last? I know I couldn't put my finger on it because she was saying that she couldn't do what she does with any other camera. It was a very, very specific camera. Um, and I think you you found a bit where they were talking about the um, the irony was that her, um, uh, that basically her long-term assistant um, was a chap called John Ruta who taught, Dorfman how to use that camera when he was working for Polaroid originally uh, and was based in Cambridge. This is American Cambridge, <laughs> um, not the UK with Cambridge. He said the irony is that she leased the camera and leased it for so long she could have actually bought three of them. <laughs> so over the years, it was something that she just absolutely loved to use. So uh, I just thought it would be worth mentioning her and the fantastic and unusual work that she did. Um, as a freelancer before, kind of freelancing was even a thing. So, uh, yeah, um, people should probably check out Elsa Dorfman uh, and her work and her legacy um, is uh, is very, very great. So thank um, you very much. Yeah, absolutely. And just if nothing else, check it out to see the spectacular camera that she yeah. was using. It's Fabulous. it's pretty amazing. Again, 20 by 24 inch Polaroid camera. Uh, that's a big camera. It's quite a lot bigger than she was. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, finishing up then with um, some slightly more upbeat news. Uh, this is something that we've kind of, uh, I missed, and we didn't talk about last week, but I found it found it in our um, inbox. But, oh, we should definitely talk about that just in case other people like me have missed it. Um, <laughs> and this is the fact that CineSteel have brought out a new uh, multi-part E6 kit for developing slide film, which is so actually cool. really exciting. Um, I'm, really I'm really interested in this. Uh, so this is a bit different from... Um, well, it's got a new twist in it, hasn't it, Rach, with the E6 kit? Because yeah. it's not just, oh, well, this is going to do it. It's there's something new to it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, because, I mean whatever in whatever sense like it's super exciting that it's a new kind of um processing kit chemistry kit for your own at home processing your own slide but actually with this one i'm just trying to find the uh, press release actually sorry graham but the idea is i think that you're able to actually change the tones uh, and change the color temperature depending on which developer you use so you can actually um, swap it out so you can shoot it as you would normally shoot it and then in post basically in the processing um, stage you can then also have artistic choice over how you want the final images to look isn't that cool you can actually sort of tailor it to you yeah it's amazing um Anybody who's interested in this, uh, go to Cine Steel's website. They'll have all the information on there. But yeah, as Rachel said, basically their kits come with three different developers, um, which will change the balance of it. They've got tungsten chrome for if you want tungsten balance, daylight chrome, uh, and dynamic chrome, which actually extends the dynamic range, gives you more dynamic range, which traditionally is one of the problems with um, slide film is that it's a mm. little bit tight on that dynamic range. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, the Cine, I've never used one of the CineSteel kits yet. You've used the CineSteel black and white kit, haven't you, Rach? That's right. Yes, the monobath. Yeah, that was brilliant. It, honestly, just like magic. It was like in in and done, developed, stopped and fixed and out in, I think, five minutes. I literally just 
put it put it into the tank did the usual inversions because i tend to um invert the tank and uh, and then poured it out and it was done yeah <laughs> it was literally this the quickest um processing i'd i'd ever done um so that kind of thing is perfect for if you've if i've got a lot of uh, workshops to do and i just want to sh- sort of show the concept of how you go from you've shot a roll to it's processed and done um super quick then that's a really simple easy way to do it um especially if i'm working with perhaps younger people as well um rather than there being lots of chemistry around it's just a single a single bath in it goes do your inversions and then you're done so i've used that as i say their monobath and um uh, really enjoyed using that and uh, so this is super exciting because obviously I don't um, tend to do home process with colour. Obviously, I know you do, Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, so slide is not something that I've ever um, considered doing at home. The This week, actually, I um, put a post, a few posts up on social media just talking about, you know, what I've been up to and that I haven't really been out shooting very much and I finally managed to get myself out the front door and and took a walk down to the park uh, sort of like for the first time really in, in weeks, months, I suppose. Um, and I actually took my OM4 with me, um, which is new to me, which is very exciting. And um, I shot a roll, my roll of ectochrome from last year that we got given, which was amazing. So, um, so yeah, so some, some E6 processing, uh, it couldn't have come at a better time. I don't, I don't know that I'd actually have enough slide film to, uh, warrant me purchasing perhaps this at this point in time. But if this first one has worked out, (laughs) then it might well be something that I will do some more of. And, uh, I just think how cool is that, that you can tailor it to what you'd like to do, you know, and the, the look you're after. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting new product, um, mm. and a few people like um, Sandy Fimister, who uh, whose work I admire um, on Twitter and what have you, um, has been testing out, and also Bill Manning over at Studio C Forty One has been testing it as well. Mm. So um, you know, go and check out what those guys have to say on it. Um, but they both seem to be impressed with it. Um, I think it's a really interesting new product. I said the fact that. Um, the uh, dynamic chrome gives you nine stops of usable dynamic range. That's that's pretty impressive wow. from slide film, um, yeah. and yeah, I like you. I shoot very little slide film, um, but maybe if there was an easier way to develop mm. it and more flexibility with it, that might change. So um, mm. more sunshine in the UK. And and indeed more sunshine in the UK. Um, We've yeah. been so lucky this this last obviously few few weeks and months, haven't we? All the sunshine has been around. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that's unfortunately not the not the usual for us. I think is for for me partly why um, I haven't shot that much of it. I think in the past. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm definitely. Yeah, I'll be watching it. So I think it's out in the US pretty much already. I think it's out in the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, oh, available now at cinestillfilm.com and then it'll be throughout the usual marketing things later on in the year. And I think it's coming to the EU later this summer as well. So definitely something to watch out for, um, especially if you're already developing colour. I don't think this is going to be really any more complicated um, than 
because uh, it is just um, a developer, two in one, color and reversal, and then bleach and fix, and then watch. So it's a three step process. That's not difficult. Um, Rach, you've been working quite hard yeah. lately on getting your dark room sorted. You've been doing big movements around and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> are you going to start developing color film? Because now, come on now, Rach. Come on now, Rach. I think I probably will. Yay! Yes. Yeah. yeah. You need to. I'm not going to say when. I'm not going to give like. Do you need to say a... when? No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not going to put an actual date on it because it'll only end up being another pressure that that will stress me out. So, but it will be something that I will do absolutely. And and honestly, it's never it's not ever been because I don't want to. Obviously, of course, I would love to. Um, it's it's more been about how much colour film I have sitting there waiting to process that kind of thing. Uh, the fact that I've got uh, or. You know, I would usually have a uh, a lab, colour lab down the road that would do it for £1.50 for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and be done in 20 minutes as opposed to, you know, everything else. So, uh, yeah, it's it's something that I should have done more of already, I know, but, uh, but you know, we can only do what we can do. So I'm going to not put pressure on myself and just say, I will get round to it and I will do that. I'll put pressure on you instead. Um, uh, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you should just go straight for doing the... Um... E6 stuff. Yeah, because, I'm just going to yeah. miss out that, that middle step. Let's just go for it, guys. Well, it's not Let's a middle step. They're just yeah. different steps. Aren't they? But you can't yeah. do E6 locally, can you? No. So I, um, I do have this. <laughs> at the moment, I only have the one roll, though. That's the thing. So. Well, um, shoot some more. Yeah, I need to shoot some more. That's that's the thing, isn't it? So, um, yeah, once we get a chance. Now, that sounds cool, and um, well done, Sydney Still, for bringing yet another interesting and innovative new product mm. to market. That sounds really cool, and it's definitely something that I'm interested in. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I'll be very keen to see more results from people with stuff, but their track record has been very good so far, so yeah, uh, I'm sure it's going to be good. So that does it for news and emails this week. Um, I think it, we've managed way. to actually make a short show, Rach. Oh, look at this. We're d- just coming up to the half an hour mark. Um, what? Look at us. I know, We're I know. Pros. Um, <laughs> our, our researchers, as our researchers had been drafted in to help with the show editing, our researchers have not had time to do their coffee research this week. So we're going to postpone uh, our coffee stuff till next week. But thank you, as always, to our fabulous coffee donors. You guys are amazing and we hugely appreciate you. Rest assured, uh, we'll, we'll give our researchers a thick ear and send them back out. So we'll have more, more coffee facts next week for you. Um, but other than that, I think... I think that about mm-hmm. does it, doesn't it, Rach? I think it probably does for this week. It's been it's been really lovely to uh, chat with you guys, and obviously, thank you so much to Jeff and to Hillary, especially for writing in this week with your emails. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, a- another show this week. We don't know exactly what at this point, but. Um, I think probably all four of us are still recovering from last week's one hour challenge. And that was so much fun. And I I, honestly, I I loved listening back to what you guys were all up to (laughs) whilst I was busy in the kitchen as well. So uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just honestly, like seeing what John and Claire, uh, because obviously I haven't seen what you've produced yet. But what John and Claire produced is, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Oh, so good. Absolutely. Just wonderful. Um, beautiful, beautiful work. So, uh, yeah, I'm, ve- I'm very jealous because mine was really boring, unfortunately, in comparison. But I did get something done. And at the end of the day, that was the main thing. And I had a lot of fun doing it. So I'm just going to go with that and say 
there we go. Um, I might look at um, kind of finishing off my idea, if you like. So taking the instant photos that I got and the um, photogram that I created, this cyanotype photogram, and putting them together as a some sort of composite image, which was my initial sort of like idea um, if I'd had enough time, you know, to be able to do both parts of that with the scanning and printing out and everything in the middle. <laughs> but mm. within an hour, I didn't. So it might be quite nice to try and finish that idea off, if you like, and feel like I've got a final piece. Um, so, yeah, I might I might be doing that because you've still got to process yours as it is anyway. And I was like, well, as, as I didn't have a kind of processing element like John and Claire and yourself did with yours, that that can maybe class as my processing time. Yeah, I <laughs> post, think that. Post challenge time. I think that's fair. Yeah. I've got to, pro- you know, the thing is, I've got to process mine, which is fine. Then I've got to digitise them, which I hate. Mm. I hate digitising. Listen, oh, I mean, it's I know. the worst. Scanning. Oh, I just no. Scanning's it. fine. Scanning's just fine. Stop moaning about scanning everyone, but digitising stuff that you can't scan's a pain in the nuts. Um, and Hamish <laughs> is being really lazy about getting his digital, his pixelator bit. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it was all a ploy. It was all a conspiracy. The you know <laughs> everything that's happened this year. <laughs> so that was uh, yeah, all, all Hamish's fault, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm prepared to blame him for it. Oh dear. Poor well, we um, yeah. Get Sorry, out of here. Then. No, should we get out of yeah, here? Yeah, I, I, I suppose we could do warm, warm um, room. Shall we just uh, before just before we go, just to remind everybody. Uh, in case they haven't had a chance to listen to the full show from uh, yesterday, two days ago now. <laughs> uh, yesterday. Um, yesterday, yes. Uh, I was just going to say the Cheap Shots Challenge is now open again for submissions, which is super exciting. And the theme is groceries. So uh, we're really looking forward to you guys uh, writing in with your artist statements about what you've been doing with the groceries and uh, seeing the images, of course, the all-important images that you're creating with your Cheap Shots cameras. So uh, the the budget's sort of around £30, $30 or equivalent um, wherever you are in the world to uh, purchase a camera and film, uh, and that will then stay with you throughout the rem- the rest of the rounds as we go. Yeah. So I think we're at round 12 at this point. Is that right? I have- Rachel, why are you asking me? I don't know what episode know we're on. Why, week point. why am I asking you? I don't um, know. That was a stupid idea, wasn't it? Yeah. But anyway, that's the idea. So at the end, um, we'd like, sorry, um, between now and I think, did we say the end of June? Was that yeah. right? Yeah, end of June. Um, we'd like you to shoot your um, Cheap Shots camera and to choose your two favourite images and email them in. And what do they need to include when they email in their images, Graham? Uh, please make sure that the subject line says Cheap Shops Challenges, which makes things much easier for me. Um, also, in the file name, if you could rename your photos with your name and the camera and the film, that would be super helpful as well. Or you know, your name and the title, but your name and the camera especially just makes things much, much easier for us. That would be great. And also, please don't make the file size too big. We don't want them tiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, JM Golding, if you're listening, your pictures, I'd love to see them just a little bit bigger because <laughs> yours are always very small. Um, but um, they don't need to be massive. Everybody either. else. 
<laughs> yeah. Everybody else dial it back a bit. Um, and the other thing is that uh, if anybody fancies, as we did last week, recording some audio, especially if you do decide to go the whole hog and do the one-hour challenge way of oh, approaching wow. this, yeah. um, then please record some. But you know, even if not, record your audio thoughts on this. We would love that as well, and we will, as we've done in the past, put them together for a future show. Um, that's always fun. Very. Very good. And uh, so, yeah, so as always, keep your emails coming in if you can. And uh, you can send them to a sunny16podcast at gmail.com. That's where you'll find our email address. So, yeah, it's been it's been lovely to speak to you guys, hasn't it? Karin? It certainly has, right? It certainly has. Um, and we will play you out, as always, with Remortgaging the Nest of Hairs by the wonderful band Schnauzer, uh, Duncan's band from... Um, Silver Pan Lab, so I'm sure is very busy at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. And we will be back later in the week with, as you've already mentioned, Rach, something. <laughs> it's the secret <laughs> what to everybody, including something us. So that's fun. exciting. Um, yes. Until then, listeners, have a lovely week. Have a lovely week. Oh, wait, before you disappear, one quick thing. Uh, between finishing recording the show and me getting around to editing it, we received Gilbert Townsend's May Diary, which I have tagged on the end after the music. Uh, so look forward to that. Apparently, it features a passing dog. So that's pretty exciting. Okay, enjoy. Hello everyone, this is Gilbert for the May 2020 One Shot A Day audio diary. And if you can hear helicopters or wind in the background, it's because of various protests going on in London, or just the howling that seems to be um, happening past my window at the moment. For the first half of the month, I decided to shoot things on slide film. The reason it ended up being just the first half of the month was because I realised I didn't want to use up all of my slide film shooting things around the immediate area and not have any left for more exciting things. I do seem to have a habit of keeping stuff and thinking, oh, you know, that's too special. I have to use that on a specific project and never using it. And some of this stuff, or almost all of this stuff, is expired anyway. But it being slide film, I think often because it's more expensive and a lot of former professionals used it, they keep it in the fridge, and so it had a little bit of a kind of magenta tinge to it, but actually came out fine. Which brings me on to part two of it, which is developing your own slide film. Again, noise in the background, it's next door's dog. Developing your own slide film was a little bit of a scary thought, and I had a technical kit for doing it that worked out a hell of a lot cheaper per roll than sending it off somewhere. Because I think it starts at sort of five or six pounds and up to get one done. And while it's a bit more kind of fiddly and temperature specific, um, because you have an extra bath at least, at least in the kit that I'm doing, it's one more than um, C41. But didn't actually seem too bad. I got pretty good results out of it. It would allow me to actually get five by four slide stuff, which is why I bought it in the first place. And... Uh, yeah, apologies about Boo Boo next door. And generally it seemed to work pretty well. I have a couple of 220 rolls of, I think, Velvia 
in the fridge from some eBay batch where I got it alongside other stuff and hopefully I will try that out at some point. 220 film is a bit of a weird one, I've never actually shot it before. I put my first roll of 220 Fuji uh, what's it, 400H through the other day. I haven't got around to developing yet, but I'm, I'm curious to see whether it really just comes across as normal or if it's going to be a pain to put on the reel. If it really is just like 120 but longer and with less backing paper, I will probably be sad that no one's making it anymore because it does seem quite convenient. As regards other stuff, I seem to have unintentionally got my mother into shooting again. She was the person who taught me how to do everything, let me use her Nikon when I was small to shoot stuff, and she saw me doing stuff, starting off with the pinholes, and was like, oh, that looks fun. Can you show me how to do it again? Because I've forgotten. And she'd never used a large format camera, so I had to give her advice about those things. So I, I may well not have a large format camera if she carries on and takes it away from me. It's quite nice, though, to be uh, encouraging someone else to do it again, even if it is your mum who taught you how to do black and white in the first place. Speaking of black and white, I got from West Yorkshire Cameras a while ago some film that they had been given by somebody and were giving away for the cost of postage. And it's some infrared sensitive film, which I've never shot before. And I only have a red filter rather than a sort of super looks black to the eye infrared filter. I'm not sure if that's actually going to work, but I have shot half the roll with that red filter today on a particularly sunny day, so hopefully I will get some interesting results. Other things I've meant to do this month but haven't got to, it's been really sunny in London, or in the UK, and I keep wanting to do prints, but by the time it gets dark I'm either tired or just don't have the energy to set everything up, and my darkroom is ironically the lightest room in the house, so trying to proof it in... The daylight is just really, really difficult to arrange. And even in the night, there's quite a lot that has to be done. I've been trying to Velcro bits of things over the windows, but still getting sort of cracks in from under the door because it's quite an old house and through sort of various things that I've missed. And I don't really want to use half a tape or half a roll of gaffer tape every time, especially because last time I did it, it's like taking paint and bits of plaster off the wall. <sighs> One other thing that I've done, just possibly slightly going mad from lockdown, is... I made, or I shot, some things for a tutorial, I suppose. I was going to say short film, but I don't think it's quite that, of basics of how to use a 35mm camera for the bewildered, I think I'm going to call it. Because I know there are a lot of people out there who are kind of interested in it, and I've had you know friends and other people ask me, oh, what's that? Is that a film camera? Can you get film for it, etc, etc. So while I'm sure there are a lot of things out there, I figured it was good for me at least to go over it and try and work out what was happening and, you know, the differences between an SLR and things like that. So I'm trying to put together a, a basics video on that. Doing that, I've realised I don't actually have any compact 35mm cameras at all, so I can't do that as an example, which maybe is something I'm missing, but they all either seem to be plastic and rubbish or horrendously expensive, so... Yeah, if anyone has any suggestions of a good, but not horrendously expensive compact camera, maybe I should try and get one and include it. Yeah, also thinking about that whole thing and giving sacrificial films to my mum, I've just been thinking about cheap films and how much I actually quite enjoy shooting stuff like Kodak Color Plus, and I've heard uh, FOMA is perfectly adequate for lots of things. I was thinking about going and buying a big block of... Kentmere black and white film which I know is sort of Ilford's 
slightly cheaper offering and seeing how it really compares to tried and tested stuff like FP4 and whether it admittedly it only comes in 35mm but whether it would be a good alternative for things like cheap shots challenges because it's cheap but also maybe it's absolutely fine. I realise this has mostly been about sort of things rather than the shots I've been taking so the actual shots have been a mixture of with a slide film I was going for really vibrant colourful things. I quite enjoyed doing some pink stuff and it being the height of spring there's lots of interesting flowers around. I had a nice kind of um, brief thing of walking around and doing themed things from stuff around my house. So there were a few carvings that fit together and lots of the stuff I upload is sort of in, in threes because that's how they get arranged on Instagram anyway. And that seemed to fit quite well. There's been a lot of sort of taped up things and I've sort of resisted the desire to, to do things involving the C word or people being reduced with it. But lately there seems to be an awful lot of people around here having parties and the parks have been kind of rammed when I've gone past on my bike ride so that's a little bit scary so perhaps it's it's worth documenting those for the future and when everything falls apart again. Yeah the the second half of the month is still waiting to be developed so I'm still not sure how that's going to work out but I was yeah genuinely really happy with a lot of the shots I took on slide film and if it weren't so expensive I think I would shoot it more often. It's a little bit finickety and you have to make sure your camera that you're shooting with has a nice light meter or a light meter at all I think. I'm not going to be shooting it on an unmetered 35mm while I'm running around that's for sure but um, yeah it's been really good fun and if you have any good slide film stories um, that would be interesting to hear. I hope you're all doing well. Um, it would be nice to maybe see a few of you on the discord and if you've been taking things see what's been going on there and I will try and rack my brains to think of things to do for the Cheap Shots Challenge, assuming I still have a working camera that fits within that. I'm not sure I do. I hope you all have had a lovely May and are enjoying the warm weather, if it's warm where you are. And if you're listening to this sometime in the beginning of June, try and go out and see the moon. It's really quite fabulous at the moment. Bye.